Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 17th of June of the year 2020, and on this date in history, in 1462, Vlad III, known as Vlad the Impaler, attempted to assassinate Mehmed II in the famous night attack known as the Night Attack. That was a fantastic piece of history there, Vlad the Impaler taking his name in vain. And in 1631, on this day, Mumtaz Mahal died during childbirth. Her husband, Mughal Emperor Shah Jahan I, then spent more than 20 years building her tomb, the Taj Mahal, which is now a location of great respect where a lot of hot Instagram selfies get taken. And if I want anything to celebrate my death, it's definitely an Instagram location. Your guest today on the podcast is celebrity conspiracist Tom Ballard. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Alice. A pleasure to return to this <laughs> font of wisdom and a chance and a platform. This, this is the one podcast that still gives me a platform to spread my highly <laughs> dangerous and health suspect views. <laughs> Coming up today, you'll be talking all the latest in apologies news, which is a a subject on which you are an expert. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news today, no news is good news. Today has been a surprising day for news with no news happening anywhere in the world. Nobody did anything of note and we're not sure why. Politicians and celebrities haven't made a statement about the no news situation and nobody can be bothered asking. I guess it's just a day off news. How nice. Okay, but just to clarify, we don't have time to go further into the details of that particular story about how there's no news because we've got too many other things on the show. Is that right? Yep, basically. Even like funny dog stories, we couldn't even find any of them. No weather, no science, no politics, no extreme events, no one of note died, no one was born, no one got older, no celebrities did anything. It's a no news day, which is to say a good news day. Yeah, okay. I think what happened, Alice, is your um, computer died and you might have had some trouble in the researching process for, for the uh, for the episode. That's that's my theory. But again, uh... I'm into crazy conspiracies, but yeah, I don't know. I'll take it. I'll f- Take it. In the state of the world right now, oh, I'll take a neutral day any day of the week. If we just sail on to death, feeling no highs or lows from this point on in my life, I'll be perfectly not happy, but satisfied. Well, thank you so much. That's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. It's time for your ad section now, because what else can you want if we don't tell you what you want? More than just an answer to the question of guilt-free meat, lab-grown meat industries brings you a solution to all your sleeping problems. The meat bed. 
The meat bed is a lab-grown <laughs> slab of almost sentient meat. It'll roll you over in your sleep so you don't have to ever worry about numb arms or human snuggling ever again. You won't have to worry about the monster under the bed anymore because the monster will be your bed. Simply nurture your meat bed with regular injections of our patented meat bed nutrient solution. Or if you have no pets, activate its hunt mode. Volunteer to be among our first human subjects in active trials today. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hindsight. Hindsight. In retrospect, you should have seen it coming. Oh, no. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by a whole glass of ice. Just you wait. (laughs) All right. That could be, that could be the best one that we've had yet. Okay. I'll put it out there. I'll pay that one. This entire process has been a run up to that. And you know what? It's worth it. Well done. Well done to all involved. And a new novel is out by self-published romance maven and online bestseller, Dancy Lagarde. Oh, God. King of the Gloom is number seven in Dancy Lagarde's modern supernatural romance thriller series with a supernatural twist. Dananon is 500 years old. Lucinda is 18. He's an immortal warrior. <laughs> what? Okay, He's sorry, an immortal warrior. Yep. She's an intern at a landscape designing franchise with a secret passion for the harp. <laughs> He's a bastard son of a demigoddess and a male sea witch. Half man, half demigod, so I guess like a quarter god, heir to the kingdom of night. They meet one night while Lucinda is playing harp in the park and is set upon by a gang of feral highway persons. Dananon is wounded in the process of rescuing her when he is pierced by an iron blade and she must nurse him back to health. What can a half-man, quarter-god, quarter-sea wizard, all-hunk have in common with a simple apprentice landscape designer slash virtuoso harpist? But Dananon must break it to Lucinda that the moment he saw her, he knew she was to be his destined mate, connected forever at the sex, (laughs) and awaken her immortal blood in the only way he knows how. With his penis. Oh, God. Lucinda and Dananon must develop an uneasy respect for each other as they solve the rash of underworld landscaping crimes and discover the secret identity of the Mulch Lord while they fight the sexual tension rising between them by arguing about their vast cultural differences. But they can't fight the sexual tension rising between them and they resolve all of their arguments with the fiery passion of sudden sex scenes. Lucinda must wrestle with the fact that she's eternally bonded to a sexy near stranger while uncovering nefarious doings at her landscape design firm. Dananon must learn and grow into respecting her individuality as a modern empowered woman and harpist. Lucinda refuses his sexy offer of immortality until her sassy housemate, Isabella Kingdom Brunel, a super wisecracking descendant of the legendary railway designer Isambard Kingdom Brunel, heir to the Kingdom Brunel Railway Empire, gives her some sage advice about how hot he is before pairing up with Dananon's merman secretary. King of the Gloom, available on all deep-sea tankers and oil rigs or written on the sand at high tide near you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And that's your ad section for today. The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story. Your top story today, apologies news. I've got nothing to apologise for, Tom Ballard. Have you? Yes. And everyone does. As previously reported, Alice, everyone on Earth has said something dumb recently, and yet everyone on Earth is refusing to apologise because the other person started it. Uh, I'll be sure to bring you more details on that story as it develops. Couscous has officially apologised uh, for being so dry for so long and for having the nerve to act like it deserves to be respected when it's just a bunch of stupid steamed balls of crushed durum wheat semolina. Ugh, I hate you, Couscous. Why? Because Cus. And I'd like to apologise for that joke. Uh, I'd also like to officially apologise for my initial endorsement and enthusiastic promotion of coronavirus and COVID-19. I now see that I was wrong, and I'm not afraid to admit it, but hey, Alice, honestly, it could have gone either way. All right, who was I to know? (laughs) Perhaps the biggest apology news comes from Sydney, Australia, which, as we know, doesn't exist, where Australian radio shock jock Arthur Brillcream has been (laughs) trapped for years in a bizarre apology loop. A few years ago, famously, I'm sure you remember this, Alice, he said on air in a fit of rage that Muslim lesbians were terrible parents and shouldn't be allowed to volunteer at soup kitchens, which shouldn't exist anyway because they're a breeding ground for socialist Antifa climate scientists who are probably Jewish. Those comments provoked widespread outrage, can't say anything these days, and everyone from politicians to commentators to business leaders demanded that Brill Cream apologise. Eventually, Brill Cream publicly apologised to anyone who might have been offended by his comments, which then provoked new outrage as people said that wasn't good enough, so he then apologised to anyone who might have been offended by his apology, and that started a whole new cycle. Now, three days ago, Arthur Brillcream died from leprosy, which, as you know, Alice, is the most pressing health crisis facing Australians today. And upon his death, Brillcream's main radio competitor, Ray Weenus, said good riddance on air. And so Arthur's son, Bartholomew Brillcream, called on Weenus to apologise for saying such a thing. And Weenus proceeded to apologise to anyone who might have been offended by his comments. People got outraged about that, but then also everyone remembered Arthur Brillcream's original comments, and Ray Weenus's son, Willie Weenus, called on Bartholomew Brillcream to apologise for his late father's comments and Bartholomew <laughs> Brillcream proceeded to apologise for anyone who might have been offended by his late father's comments We just started the whole f-ing cycle again. It's like the Montagues and the Capulets all over again. It's very very similar to that, exactly bang on <laughs> though I don't know what that is, I've never read anything. <laughs> Meanwhile the government and society's elites who all regularly appear on Brillcream and Weenus's respective talkback shows continue to fully oppress and decimate poor communities of colour and royally f*** the planet. But everyone's too busy getting angry about this whole apology thing to really notice any of that. That's all the latest in apology news, Alice. Thank you, Tom, and I'm sure you don't have to apologise for that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now, and remember you can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. This comes in from Danny. He says, hello, Alice, hello, other one. That's you today, Tom. Oh, all right, Danny. Do you make up the letters to the editor or do you read actual (laughs) ones sent in by actual people? On second thoughts, please don't tell me not knowing makes me happier than finding out if I could. Your Netflix special was astonishingly good. Kind regards, Danny. Danny, the fact that you complimented my Netflix uh, special, uh, Savage, available now on Amazon Prime. Um... 
the fact that you complimented my my special savage makes me reluctant to disillusion you about this fact that we do in fact read people's letters online. Um, if we were going to make them up, they would be less f-ing boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Alice. I make up a fair bit of shit on this show, and it's all pretty boring. <laughs> That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Remember, you too can send Can I just say, though, Danny, great question. Keep asking questions. <laughs> Never stop asking questions and ignoring the answers. Okay? That's very important, Danny. Great conspiracy theory watching, my friend. Well, thank you so much for your letter to the editor, Danny. If you would like to send a letter to the editor and have me make fun of it, uh, write in to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. I'm normally quite a patient and kind person, I think, but for some reason these letters to the editor bring out the worst in me. No, they're lovely. It's lovely to hear from uh, real people who are genuinely real and who listen to the show and, uh, you know, who buy into the bullshit. Well, thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Go back in time to previous episodes to enjoy more Tom Ballard news if you want to listen. You can go back to episode 32 or episode 41. That was a good one. Yeah, we did some great great. celebrity conspiracy theorist work. It's always enjoyable to listen back to the Mm. episodes in the past, not only because it raises our listenership numbers, but because it'll make these ones make more sense. The Last Post is a something else. Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. Your guest today on the podcast was Tom Ballard. Tom, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, check out my Netflix special, um, which is uh, <laughs> on Stan Australia. Um, check out my new movie, which doesn't exist, and uh, my Twitter account at Tom C Ballard. I'm on Instagram too at Tom C Ballard, producing high quality content on a regular basis. For free. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Watch my stand-up special on Amazon Prime or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life and some free downloads of specials that are available in other places for money. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter, as they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. Good luck to you, Christopher. <laughs> (laughs) I'll talk to you again tomorrow.